Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a really fascinating topic to discuss. Breaking the metric voting distortion barrier. That's right. Jen. We'll be diving into a recent paper titled Breaking the Metric Voting Distortion Barrier by Moses. Charikar, Prasanna Ramakrishnan, Kunning Wam, and Hongzhen Wu from Stanford and UC Berkeley. This paper tackles a well-studied problem in social choice, metric distortion. The goal is to design a voting rule that chooses a candidate whose average distance to the voters is small in a shared metric space. But here's the twist. Instead of having direct access to the distances in the metric space, each voter provides ranked lists of candidates based on their distance. So can we design a rule that guarantees choosing a candidate with only a small difference from the true optimum? That's the big question, Tom. And this paper takes us on an exciting journey through the landscape of deterministic and randomized voting rules. They explore various techniques and introduce novel rules like maximal lotteries, which is based on a zero-sum game known as Nash Equilibrium. That's right. And what's really interesting about this work is that they break through the barrier of distortion by introducing randomization between these different rules. Absolutely. Tom. They demonstrate how combining maximal lotteries with other novel rules can achieve distortion less than 2.753, challenging existing notions and opening new possibilities in computational social choice. It's incredible how they leverage mathematical frameworks and bring together concepts from game theory and social choice to tackle this complex problem. And it's not just theoretical. They also provide practical insights into implementing these voting rules efficiently. Definitely. Tom. Their analysis extends beyond deterministic rules to include randomized voting rules, which reflects real-world scenarios where randomization is often used. And by doing so, they push the boundaries of what was previously thought possible in terms of distortion. This paper not only presents groundbreaking findings but also showcases how interdisciplinary research can lead to innovative solutions. It's a must-read for anyone interested in social choice, voting theory, and computational algorithms. Absolutely. Tom. So if you're ready to dive deep into the world of metric voting distortion and learn about these exciting new developments, Then stay tuned for this episode. Get ready for an intellectually stimulating conversation that will challenge your understanding of voting systems and leave you with a renewed sense of wonder. Let's break the metric voting distortion barrier together. You won't want to miss it. So sit back, relax, and join us as we unravel the complexities of this fascinating paper. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a really fascinating topic to discuss, breaking the metric voting distortion barrier. That's right. In social choice theory, 
Researchers study how different election systems might introduce biases or distortions into the final outcomes. Today we'll be diving into a recent paper that addresses this very issue using metrics and mathematics. That sounds like quite a complex topic at first glance. But fear not. We'll break it down into intuitive concepts that everyone can understand. Absolutely. So let's start by talking about what exactly is meant by metric voting distortion. Metric voting distortion refers to the difference between voters' preferences, expressed as distances between candidates, and the winner chosen by an election system based on those preferences. And in this paper titled Breaking the Metric Voting Distortion Barrier, scientists studied different ways to minimize this distortion. They introduced a new approach using weighted tournament rules. Weighted tournament rules assign scores or weights to candidates based on the preferences expressed by voters. By analyzing these scores, they can determine which candidate is most likely to be chosen as the winner. That's right, Jen. And in this paper, they were able to break the so-called metric voting distortion barrier by showing that their new rule has lower distortion than previously thought possible. Exactly. They used mathematical techniques and computational models to prove that their rule achieves lower distortion bounds than other existing rules. So if you're interested in social choice theory and how mathematics can help us better understand voting systems, then stay tuned for this episode. It's going to be a fascinating journey into the world of metric voting distortion and how we can break through those barriers. So grab your thinking caps and get ready for an intellectually stimulating discussion. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a short break with more insights into breaking the metric voting distortion barrier. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast enthusiasts. Do you ever find yourself craving something out of this world delicious? Wait, I think I know what you're talking about. Are you thinking about Astro Cube Pizza Delivery? The pizza that boldly goes where no pizza has gone before. That's right, Jen. Astro Cube Pizza is the only place in the galaxy where you can get a slice that's truly out of this world. And let me tell you, folks, their delivery service is faster than a rocket ship on full thrusters. Picture this, your doorbell rings with a delivery guy standing there wearing an astronaut helmet and holding two slices of pepperoni floating in mud air. Jen laughs. Now that's some next level pizza delivery. But hold on tight because it gets even weirder. AstroCube Pizza offers toppings that are positively cosmic. Jen. Excitedly. They have moon rock meatballs. Satin rings of onion. Dot and my personal favorite. Meteor shower pork BBQ. Tom. Joining in. Seriously folks. These toppings are so extraterrestrial. Our taste buds literally started speaking Klingon after just one bite. Audience laughter. Jen. Giggles. Okay okay. But let's not forget their signature alien cheese blend topped with stardust sprinkles. 
It truly takes cheesy to another dimension. Tom. Waving hands dramatically. And for all those earthlings who prefer gluten-free options or have dietary restrictions because they're from another planet, don't worry. Astro Cube Pizza has got your back too. Jen. Nods sagely. So whether it's lunchtime on Mars or dinner at the International Space Station, Astro Cube delivers hot and fresh pizzas with zero gravity complications. Audience applause. So remember listeners, when your stomach growls and you've got an interstellar craving, just pick up that space-age phone and dial Astro Cube Pizza Delivery. It's the tastiest thing since sliced meteorites. And hey, as loyal podcast listeners, don't forget to use our special promo code podcast for an astronomical 10% off your first order. Bon appétit. Upbeat music fades out. All right. Now let's get back to our regular programming. But before we do that, Jen, do you think they deliver pizza on the moon? Jen laughs. Tom, we can only hope. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my brilliant co-host, Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Thanks for the kind words. Tom, I'm doing great and looking forward to diving into another fascinating topic with you. That's right, Jen. And today we have a truly intriguing subject to explore. We'll be discussing a recent empirical study titled Resetting the Optimizer in Deep RL by Kavosh. Asadi, Rasul Fakur, and Shoham Sabak from Amazon. Ah yes. Deep reinforcement learning. It's a complex field that involves training agents to make intelligent decisions through trial and error. And in this study, the authors focus specifically on optimizing value functions using modern optimization algorithms. Like Adam. Absolutely. Jen. The iterative process of approximating optimal value functions involves solving a series of optimization problems where the objective function can change per iteration. The common approach is to use optimizers like Adam that maintain their own internal parameters for gradient estimates. That's correct, Tom. However, the authors hypothesize that using these internal parameters from previous iterations can contaminate the optimizer's performance in situations where the optimization landscape changes significantly. To address this potential contamination effect, they propose a simple modification. Resetting the internal parameters of the optimizer at the beginning of each iteration. They then empirically investigate this strategy by combining various optimizers with the rainbow algorithm and testing them on Atari benchmark games. It's fascinating how such a small change could have a significant impact on deep RL performance. The authors demonstrate that resetting the optimizer unleashes its true potential and improves the agent's performance on Atari games. Absolutely. By resetting T. Background music fades in. Hey there. Podsters. 
We have a very special sponsor for today's episode. Prepare to have your taste buds blasted into outer space with Astro Pasta Corp. That's right, Tom. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to eat pasta among the stars? Well, wonder no more. Because Astro Pasta Corp. has got your back. They've revolutionized pasta by infusing it with cosmic flavors. Picture this. Folks. Spaghetti swirling in nebulas of cheesy goodness. Bowtie pasta shaped like shooting stars. And tortellini stuffed with moon rocks. Okay, maybe not actual moon rocks. And let's not forget their out-of-this-world sauces. Sweet solar marinara made from sun-ripened tomatoes harvested on solar flares. It'll give you a celestial kick. Or how about moonwalk Alfredo? Creamy and smooth as an astronaut's glide through zero gravity. But hey folks, don't just take our word for it. Listen to these real-life testimonials. Sound effect of rocket launching. Testimonial 1 voiceover. With enthusiasm. I used to think that regular old spaghetti was great. But after trying Astro Pasta Coppers Supernova Spaghetti Nebula, my culinary world exploded. Testimonial 2 voiceover. Excitedly. I never knew eating pasta could be so exciting until I tried AREA 51 Macaroni. A saucer-shaped sensation that my taste buds can't resist. Jen. Whispering. Pust Tom. Do we tell them that Area 51 macaroni is top secret? Tom. Whispering back. Nay let, M find out themselves. Jingle singer 1. Singing. Astro pasta delights from distant heights. Jingle singer 2. Singing. For a taste so bold. Your universe unfolds. Announcer. So listeners. Make sure to head over to Astro Pasta Corpus website and browse through their galaxy of flavors. Use the promo code SPACEDOUT for 10% off your first order. That's right. Blast off to Pasta Paradise with Astro Pasta Corp. Feeding the hunger for intergalactic cuisine. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. After these celestial messages. Background music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast, where Tom and Jen uncover fascinating insights and explore complex topics. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a thought-provoking topic to discuss, understanding unfairness via training concept. Influence. It may sound challenging. But don't worry. We'll break it down in an understandable and intuitive way. That's right. Jen. The idea of unfairness is significant in machine learning models. As they can unintentionally perpetuate biases. This paper focuses on understanding and mitigating unfairness by examining the influence of training concepts on model performance. Absolutely. The authors propose a framework called Concept Influence for Fairness, CIF, which quantifies how changes in training concepts affect fairness metrics. This allows us to gain insights into why models exhibit unfair behavior and make improvements to achieve fair outcomes. I find this framework particularly interesting because it considers various aspects such as 
sensitive attributes, labels, and predefined features within the training data. By manipulating these concepts counterfactually during training, we can assess their impact on fairness. Yes, exactly. For example, let's consider a loan approval model that shows biased behavior towards certain demographic groups. Using SIF, we can generate counterfactual samples by changing sensitive attributes or labels within the training data and observe how these changes influence fairness metrics. That's a powerful approach. It not only helps us diagnose unfairness in machine learning models but also provides guidance on how to address it effectively. By understanding which concepts have the most significant influence on unfairness metrics, practitioners can take targeted actions to mitigate bias. Absolutely. The paper also introduces algorithms for generating counterfactual samples and calculating concept influence for fairness. These algorithms serve as practical tools for implementing the SIF framework in real-world scenarios. It's exciting to see how this research contributes to building fairer and more ethical machine learning models by understanding and addressing unfairness via training concept influence. We can work towards creating algorithms that treat all individuals equitably. That's right, Tom. The paper highlights the importance of transparency and accountability in machine learning systems while providing practical solutions for improving fairness. Understanding unfairness via training concept influence empowers practitioners to make more informed decisions and create positive social impacts. Absolutely. And on that note, we've come to the end of our episode today. We hope you found our discussion on understanding unfairness via training concept influence. Informative and inspiring. As always, if you have any questions or want to share your thoughts, feel free to reach out to us on social media or through our website. Thank you for tuning in to our award-winning podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Stay curious. Background music, upbeat jingle. Hey there, podcast friends. Today's episode is brought to you by our fantastic sponsor, Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals Inc. Are you tired of the same old dull and drab life? Oh yeah, Tom. Life can be such a snooze fest sometimes. Well, Worry no more because Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals Inc. has the solution for you. Feigning excitement. What is it, Tom? Please tell me. It's their incredible line of Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals. These babies are not your ordinary rocks. They're pure magic wrapped in a crystal package. Magic? I'm intrigued. Absolutely. Jen. Picture this. With just one Thunderbolt Tastic Crystal in your possession. Jen. Interrupting. Weird things start happening around you. Tom. Laughs. Exactly. Weird yet wonderfully hilarious things start happening all around you. It's like living inside a comedy movie every single day. Jen. Amused. So let me get this straight. When I have one of these crystals nearby. My cat starts doing yoga. Tom. Playing along. Oh yes. 
and not just any yoga. We're talking headstands and downward facing dog poses that would put human yogis to shame. Jen laughs uncontrollably. That's amazing. But what about my morning coffee routine? Will it become magically amusing too? Absolutely. Prepare yourself for coffee cups that refill themselves or even perform disappearing acts right before your very eyes. Jen. Ho 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 that's insane. But wait will using these crystals make me grow fairy wings? Tom chuckles. Jingle fades out. Voiceover narrator. Disclaimer. Fairy wings growth not guaranteed with purchase of thunderbolt tastic crystals. Consult your local fairy for more information. Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals Inc. Making the world a funnier and weirder place. One crystal at a time. So what are you waiting for? Folks, grab your Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals from Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals Inc. Today and get ready to embrace the laughter-filled chaos in your life. Background music intensifies. Tom and Jen. Together. Thanks again to our amazing sponsor, Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals Inc. Now let's dive into today's hilarious episode. Brief pause. Voiceover narrator. Side effects of using Thunderbolt Tastic Crystals include increased laughter, bewildered looks from friends and family members, and occasional snorting. Use responsibly. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast, where we dive deep into the world of technology and innovation. I'm Tom, and with me as always is my co-host, Jen. Thanks, Tom. It's great to be back on the show. Today, we have a very interesting topic to discuss. It's all about a groundbreaking paper titled Act 3D. Infinite Resolution Action Detection Transformer for Robotic Manipulation. That's right. Jen. This paper introduces a new approach to robotic manipulation by utilizing 3D perceptual representations. It addresses the challenge of high spatial precision in end-effector pose prediction by proposing the ACT 3D system. The ACT-3D system is based on the idea of casting Kipos prediction as 3D detection with adaptive spatial computation. It takes 3D feature clouds from camera views, samples 3D point grids in free space, and uses relative spatial attention to featureize these points. By doing so, it achieves remarkable results in terms of both task performance and computational efficiency. Absolutely fascinating. And what makes ACT 3D stand out even more is its ability to learn 3D perceptual representations of arbitrary spatial resolution through recurrent cost to fine 3D point sampling and featureization. This enables precise keypose detection without the need for computationally expensive high-resolution 3D perceptual grids. That's right, Tom. An ACT 3D sets a new state of the art in RL Bench, an established manipulation benchmark, with significant improvements over previous 2D and 3D policies. The authors also explore the importance of relative spatial attention. Continues.
upbeat music playing hey there podcast listeners we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a very important message from our sponsor arctic fire extinguishers inc that's right tom are you tired of those same old boring fire extinguishers do they lack excitement and pizzazz in your life well fret no more Introducing the Arctic Fire Extinguisher, the coolest way to put out fires. Literally, these bad boys are specially designed to handle the hottest of flames with an icy twist. Picture this. You're at home enjoying some delicious s'mores by the fireplace. Suddenly, things start heating up a little too much. Oh no. Flames are dancing dangerously close to the curtains. Not today, my friend. Grab your trusty Arctic fire extinguisher and unleash an Arctic blast on those fiery intruders. Gen. Mimicking action. Kaboom. Instantly freezing those flames into Arctic popsicles. Tom. Enthusiastically. But wait. There's more. If you call now and mention our podcast as a referral. Gen. Excitedly. You'll receive not one but two Antarctic sparkling snowball bombs with every purchase. Cut to video clip of sparkles exploding everywhere. Voiceover announcer. Fast pace. Warning. May cause temporary snow blindness. Both hosts wearing sunglasses. Tom. Struggling while wearing sunglasses. Jen. I can't see anything. Jen. Laughs. The price we pay for ice-cold safety measures. Tom. Voiceover announcer. Slower pace. But hey. At least it'll be worth it when Santa mistakes your house for his winter wonderland. Cheesy Santa laughter in background. Both hosts laughing hysterically announcer. So. Dear listeners. Choose the coolest route when it comes to fire safety. It's time to cool down those hot situations with Arctic fire extinguishers. And don't forget to mention our podcast for your double dose of Antarctic sparkling snowball bombs. If you're gonna put out fires, why not do it in style? Upbeat music fades. Tom and Jen. In unison. Arctic fire extinguishers inc. When safety meets a frosty explosion. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And with me as always is my brilliant co-host, Jen. Thank you, Tom. Today we have a really exciting topic to dive into. Solving QMLTP problems by translation to higher order logic. Now, I know that might sound a bit intimidating. But fear not. We're here to break it down and make it easier to understand. Absolutely. Jen. So let's start with the basics. This paper describes an evaluation of automated theorem proving. ATP. Systems on problems taken from the QMLTP library of first order modal logic problems. Right. So the authors wanted to see if they could solve these challenging modal logic problems by translating them into higher order logic. They used an embedding approach and tested nine state-of-the-art higher-order ATP systems. And what they found is really interesting. The embedding process was reliable and successful. 
but the choice of back-end ATP system had a significant impact on performance. Native modal logic ATP systems actually outperformed the embedding approach in some cases. However, the embedding approach showed promise in handling a wider range of modal logics. It's fascinating how they compared these different approaches and evaluated their effectiveness. It goes to show that there are multiple ways to tackle complex problems in mathematics and logic. Definitely. And one of the advantages of translating modal logic problems to higher-order logic is the flexibility it provides. It allows for adjustments in different properties of the modal logic under consideration. That's right. They also discussed various semantic restrictions in Kripke frames and mentioned extensions like multimodal logics. It just goes to show how intricate and diverse this field really is. Absolutely. And this paper provides valuable insights into solving modal logic problems using higher order logic, which can have implications for fields like theoretical philosophy and automated theorem proving. So if you're interested in the intersection of logic, mathematics, and artificial intelligence, this paper is definitely worth a read. The authors have laid out their experimental setup and presented the results in a way that's accessible to both experts and enthusiasts. And that's what we strive for on our podcast, bringing complex topics to our listeners in an intuitive way. We hope you enjoyed this introduction to solving QMLTP problems by translation to higher order logic. Stay tuned for future episodes where we'll explore more fascinating research and discoveries. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Together. And this has been Podcast Name. Happy listening. Theme music fades out. Upbeat music playing. Hey folks. We have a very special sponsor today. Nano Dragon Innovations. They're revolutionizing the world of nanotechnology. That's right. Tom, are you tired of carrying around big, clunky gadgets? Well, say hello to pocket-sized dragons. Dragons in your pocket? I never thought I'd hear those words together. These little fire-breathing wonders are hatched from an egg the size of your pinky finger and grow to fit in your pocket. But why would anyone want a mini dragon? Simple. Tom, need a light for your candle? Just ask Dragonis Ignatus and watch as he uses his fiery breath to spark it up. Oh right. The dragon lighter, the latest invention since cavemen discovered fire. And don't forget safety. Each dragon is equipped with its own built-in fire extinguisher tail for those occasional spontaneous combustion mishaps. Audience chuckles. Tom. Smiling. Imagine the possibilities. Need protection during a late night walk home? Just unleash Drago Guard on unsuspecting attackers. Miniature but mighty fierce. Jen. Grinning. Absolutely. Tom. Plus. They even throw small scale parties with their adorable friends, glowbugs included. Who needs an iPhone flashlight when you've got Luminous Maximus? Audience laughs. Tom. Excitedly. And for all you eco-warriors out there, 
these eco-friendly dragons produce zero CO2 emissions. Because they run on leftover pizza crusts and old microwave popcorn packets. Audience bursts into laughter. Jen. Giggling. So go ahead listeners. Head over to Nano Dragon Innovations website now and get yourself one or twelve Nano Dragons today. Unleash the power of nanotechnology. Right from your pocket. Remember folks. Nano Dragon Innovations. Making the unbelievable believable. Audience cheers and claps. Tom. I think I might need one of those dragons now. Oh Jen. Just imagine all the mischief we could get ourselves into. Both hosts share a mischievous laugh as music fades out. Disclaimer. Nano Dragon Innovations does not take responsibility for any accidental burns or small scale. Property damage caused by pocket-sized dragons. Please use with caution and always supervise their interactions. Thank you.